try to understand yourself and what uh, you want to do um, in at this at moment and uh, do what you want, what you love. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 170 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group, to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to the Vatican Church, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine, but not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. And if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram, aziz.future, and join the Telegram channel, Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians, and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, Germany, France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So, let's begin. My guest today is Katrin Strilets. Katrin is an international law student at the Institute of International Relations, Taras Shevchenko University. She is very fond of the German language and even wished to study in Vienna, Austria. Katrin is an active student. She takes part in various educational projects, including currently participating with her team at the National Moot Court Competition on international humanitarian law, as well as being a member of the Ukrainian Student League. She combines her studies, extracurricular activities, and hobbies in a balanced way, and one of her favorite hobbies is dance. Katrin, how are you today? Yeah, hello, I'm fine, thank you. I'm happy to have you here and to ask you then about dance. Let's begin with that. Is it something that you really adore? Yeah, I really like dancing. Uh, I like jazz funk and I think that it's a really great opportunity uh, firstly to broaden your horizons and to start uh, something new. For instance, uh, as for me, it's dancing and I think that uh, each person can try uh, to do this and uh, enjoy this. Yes. 
and more specifically about you. I like that you're speaking like a lawyer. Now, to ask about Catherine, when you are dancing, what is your favorite part? Is it before when you're having a difficult day or you're being busy? You think, wow, soon I'm going to dance. It will feel so good. Or is it the beginning when you start to warm up and you change your mood? Or is it the middle when you're moving your body and you forget everything and you're just in that timeless moment? Or after when you recharge and ready to change the world? What is your favorite part when it comes to dancing? Uh, okay, as for me, the, my favorite part uh, when I'm dancing, when I can uh, uh, lose all my thoughts about all things and problems and just dance, just forget uh, about uh, different um, situations and realize myself uh, just in dancing. However, I also like my, the feelings, um, what I can do uh, during the dancing. And uh, for instance, as you said, that I can change the world. So I enjoy this activity very much. And uh, I um, uh, I like dancing, uh, especially just funk, as I said. Uh, however, I also uh, I also danced hip hop, and I think that it's uh, also a really great uh, um, way to uh, realize yourself in dancing. Thank you. Yes, funk, hip hop, etc. And you, do you prefer more? the kind of dance where you know the choreography and your body can be busy moving so that you focus on the emotion? Or are you more the kind that when you hear one of your favorite music, it gives you emotion and then you share and express that emotion in any way your body wants to move? Are you Which kind are you? Do you prefer more of a freestyle kind of dance or do you prefer when you're following a choreography and realizing yourself by improving in that? Uh, actually, it depends on my mood. Uh, sometimes I prefer uh, dancing uh, by a, a choreography, but uh, sometimes I really like uh, uh, freestyle because you can express yourself uh, in uh, your improvisation and I think that uh, uh, for instance when I uh, hear my favorite song I can start uh, uh, dancing in my flat or at the street or with my friends so um, it I very often uh, dancing just uh, by improvisation. Great! And you mentioned that you can even dance suddenly in the street. Are you someone who is not shy or affected by other people's thoughts about what you're doing? Or is that when you're with your friends, you are both all like have the freedom to dance anywhere and you enjoy that? Are you more of the confident type or is it important to you what will be the reaction of the people in the street, etc.? Uh, I can say that I am a confident person and uh, uh, I am not a shy uh, type of the person. However, sometimes I can think about uh, the uh, thoughts of other people, but uh, it, it doesn't mean that... Uh, I am a shy person because I can uh, uh, think about my self-improvement. Uh, and uh, for, uh, for example, uh, when I uh, hear my favorite song, I feel this atmosphere, I feel my emotions and I just want to express it. So I uh, don't uh, even think what other people might uh, uh, think about me and I just uh, feel this moment and uh, try to um, make it unforgettable for me and just start dancing. I like that. So when you hear your favorite song, you try to express that emotion and feel that moment and make that moment unforgettable, correct? Yeah, right. 
And do you have other ways or other hobbies or other things that help you express your emotions and realize the moment and make it unforgettable in different ways in addition to dance? Um, I have got different uh, hobbies. Uh, for example, I like uh, learning German and I am really interested in uh, learning this language uh, because um, it was a period of time when I thought that uh, I um, uh, wanted to study uh, abroad at Vienna. Uh, however, due to the situation with the coronavirus, I decided to stay at Ukraine and um, uh, I uh, decided to study at uh, the Institute of International Relations. And I think that uh, it uh, was my best decision ever because now I have got uh, uh, more time to think about my future and uh, uh, about my future plans and aims uh, and maybe uh, then in four years I will uh, study abroad so I uh, need uh, this language uh, for my future uh, prospects however I also like it because uh, I have got um, uh, friends in German and we sometimes uh, communicate with each other and uh, I also like uh, some uh, German songs uh, yeah and I think that it's a really um, great opportunity to know and learn more uh, languages as you can because uh, it, you can broaden your horizons by uh, this way. And I think that uh, uh, it's a really um, useful for you in future. Thank you. Yes, now you have more time to think about your future plans while you learn the German language and in four years you can decide what will be the best for your future, right? Yeah, all right. And tell me about Vienna. When was the moment or the story or the experience that made you think, wow, I like this city, I want to study here before the pandemic, of course. What happened? What caused you to fall in love with Vienna? Uh, okay, I visited uh, this city with my friends when I was uh, at the school and it was a really great experience because uh, we spent a lot of time together uh, in this uh, city and uh, it uh, was uh, love at uh, the first sight, I think, uh, and I really like the atmosphere of this city, uh, people, uh, architecture there, so I decided that uh, it was uh, that city where I um, uh, want to study. Uh, however, I also like uh, Kyiv. Kyiv is my favorite city. Uh, so I, um, I like studying there too. Brilliant. So my next logical question is, you mentioned that you like the people in Vienna and yes, you love Kyiv. What do you think is different or similar or comparison between people in Kiev and in Vienna? Oh, I think that there are a lot of differences, actually. Uh, for instance, uh, uh, we have got uh, uh, in Ukraine, uh, our people uh, have more emotions, more uh, can express their emotions. But uh, in Vienna, I think uh, people are more um, calm, uh, maybe. And uh, uh, however, there are also a lot of uh, um, advantages in living abroad, for instance, in Vienna, because uh, uh, there is a higher level of security in the city, for example, uh, and uh, more different opportunities than in Ukraine. But I like our people and uh, our um, mentality more, <laughs> maybe, and uh, um, I feel more comfortable in my city, in Kyiv. Thank you. And you said that 
uh, people in Vienna are colder and that Ukrainian people express emotions more, which is amazing because that is the opposite of the stereotype and we are breaking stereotypes. And a lot of the girls who are from Kiev and from Ukraine actually said this about themselves. They said, we are emotional, we feel emotions a lot, but for some reason, our faces is very serious poker face all the time. (laughs) We don't know why. So you seem to be expressive. I don't know whether it's only this moment or not. Do you have that poker face? And did people abroad notice about you? Because even one girl, she went on an exchange and people were always thinking, wow, she's so angry all the time. But no, she just has that face. Tell me about you. Um, about me, I'm not uh, uh, very serious uh, all the time. However, in uh, some situations, uh, in some periods of time, I can be serious, but uh, I uh, uh I like expressing my emotions and be emotional, but uh, I am also uh, very uh, maybe rational and I um, um, I think a lot about my decisions, about my actions, so I serious in this way, but I have got uh, um, a lot of emotions and uh, I can express them if I want, if I want to share it uh, them with people. Uh, so I think that uh, in situations uh, which uh, um, is acquired these uh, serious emotions, I can express them. So you dance with your face, you don't have a serious stiff face. And so to ask you, do you like making decisions and thinking about them or does it take you more time because you spend some time or a while hesitating before you make a decision uh i hesitate uh, a lot about my decisions actually i think that uh, i um, will improve it in the future and um, i am very serious about my uh, making my decisions but i think that uh, sometimes it's a really um, good uh, uh, virtue of me because uh, uh, I can make a right decision, but uh, sometimes uh, I uh, hate my hesitating uh, in some situations. So I think that uh, there are pros and cons in my uh, character. Yes, and actually I don't think it's something to overcome because being emotional means your mood changes and when your mood changes, your thoughts about the decision change. So it's your nature Otherwise, you wouldn't be the happy, emotional girl that you are. And you wouldn't even be a good dancer if you were that kind of super rational person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand. I agree with you that uh, uh, dancing acquire emotions and uh, uh, you uh, shouldn't... Um, be so shy you should express yourself your emotions in dancing so i think it's matching your emotions and dancing yes and tell me about international law that is what you study correct yeah yeah you're right and when was that moment of hesitation <laughs> where you came to the decision that, of saying, okay, I will study international law? What did you think about and what convinced you of that decision? Maybe because you're emotional, you could have been anything, even like a movie star, or you could have been a politician in a different way, etc. International law, what made it win in your decision making? Uh, Okay, I was interested in journalism, but after I finished the course, I realized that um, I actually didn't want to connect my future with this activity, and and I chose international law because I... uh, I thought that it's a really uh, great opportunity uh, to connect my future with this activity. I'm really interested in this field and I see many prospects um, 
connecting with the international law. So I think that it's very interesting to find myself in this sphere. And you mentioned realize yourself and find yourself. Do you feel you're still searching to truly understand yourself deeper? Do you think, what do you think about that, especially in a world that is chaotic, where we don't know what the future will be, but still people expect that to know each next step? You can't know and you can't be confident. Uh, you can be confident. Uh, about your future and I think that uh, it's normal uh, but you should uh, appreciate what you have and uh, strive for more you should try uh, as more as you can and uh, I real uh, and I, uh, I chose uh, try myself uh, in uh, uh, international law and I think that you can realize um, that I can realize myself in this field for instance uh, by um, uh, participating uh, in uh, different uh, competitions uh, which are connected with uh, international law and uh, uh, then you will be uh, successful in this field and achieve your goal yes and we will speak about that such as the mood court etc but for now i want to know more about you and you seem to be ambitious and willing to challenge yourself. Is this something you always had since you were a little girl? Or was there a moment in your teenage years or something where you had an experience and thought, no, I don't want to have a normal life. I want to try my best to be the most successful I can be. Uh, I always took part in different educational projects, in different uh, Olympiads, and I really enjoy this, uh, these activities because I think that uh, uh, you can um, boost yourself and when you overcome uh, different problems and difficulties, uh, you become... Uh, stronger and it will help uh, uh, you in uh, your future career so i uh, always uh, i always uh, put uh, set set my goals and achieve them uh, and uh, for instance uh, i uh, set um, a goal to uh, finish my school with gold medal it was uh, important for me not just because of this uh, this thing but because of my knowledge and uh, this thing means my uh, um, all my uh, will uh, to uh, go to achieve my goals and uh, I did it and uh, for instance I also uh, set a goal to uh, successfully uh, pass my uh, EIE exams and I also uh, achieved it so I think that uh, goals is uh, goals are important part of your life because uh, you can uh, set them and achieve them. <laughs> I like that attitude very much, especially when you mentioned that the gold medal isn't in itself the important thing, but the person you have become when you overcome the challenges and the difficulties, that is what you're proud of and that is what, you're imp what is important for you, correct? Yeah, you're right. And that is a very wise attitude. I'm impressed, actually. And to ask you more, because I believe that too, that it's not about the things, it's about the person we become when we achieve our goals. How did you discover that? You said you like reflecting and thinking. Maybe it was, it was you, you noticed that. Or did you watch some YouTube uh, video about self-development or read a book that gave you this idea and you thought, wow, this is so correct. And you began to believe it. Uh, actually, I think that um, different motivation videos, uh, it isn't very useful. Uh, my motivation uh, my motivation is people because uh, their stories motivate me to uh, go uh, to overcome different uh, difficulties and I believe in myself and uh, maybe I even can say that I motivate my um, 
myself because I think that uh, uh, your motivation uh, is inside you. And uh, when I realized that, uh, my life uh, have changed. I love this topic and we will speak more about intrinsic motivation, which is the motivation inside you. But first, you said people and their stories. Is there an example of a person or a story that inspires you and that maybe sometimes when there are challenges you remember or think about and think, wow, that person did it, therefore I have no excuse and therefore I will do it too or something like that? Um, I have got... uh... Not many examples because I can just read uh, uh, know the story of each person and it uh, can motivate me. However, I'm really impressed uh, of the life story of Elon Musk because uh, he... Uh, he was born in a poor family and uh, he wasn't given opportunities. Uh, he achieved all by himself and uh, the, and you, everyone of us can, can see uh, his achievements. For instance, uh, SpaceX, Tesla and other uh, different um, things and companies. And I think that uh, it's really great to understand that uh, that all different people can motivate uh, yourself. And I think that uh, you can uh, motivate yourself by the stories of these people. This is wonderful, and the story of Elon is great. And about you, when people meet you for the first time or they see you before talking to you, do they know you're this ambitious, mature, goal-setting girl who is also emotional and who has her own motivation inside? Or do people have a different image about you that may be totally wrong and after speaking with you they think wow you're different than i thought uh honestly i spoke with uh, my friends and i also asked them this question (laughs) and uh, uh, their first impression about me was uh, wrong Uh, but um, uh, during our communication uh, they try to know me better and they uh, said that uh, i am um, I have more uh, more different sides of my character than they thought uh, at uh, our first meeting. And that is wonderful. Before I ask you about intrinsic motivation, are you originally from Kiev or from another city and you went to study in Kiev? Uh, no, I live in Kiev and uh, I uh, study here too. Perfect. You spoke about you motivating yourself. You are your own fire that does that. Two questions. One, did dance teach you some things that helped with that? And second, why do you think many people don't have that? What do you believe about possibility of achievement and motivation that maybe many people don't? Um, it's a really interesting question. Uh... Firstly, I think that uh, uh, the secret of uh, your inside motivation uh, is that uh, I know that I can do more and I appreciate all things, uh, all people, all uh, moments that I have, but I always uh, strive for more. And I think that uh, the secret is in this this phrase. So you should... uh, uh value your value people value moments and appreciate them uh, but you also uh, should understand that uh, you can uh, achieve more and you should uh, try to do this and uh, i think that uh, um a different uh, uh, difficult situations uh, they, they make you uh, stronger and uh, uh, I understand for example that I uh, must never give up and go on and uh, 
sometimes I think uh, people can make uh, mistakes, but it's normal. And uh, when you uh, deal with the problem, when you overcome uh, it, uh, you will be stronger. And it is uh, uh, the most important thing that you should understand. I have so many questions now <laughs> and one comment, which is wonderful. This is like a very Buddhist belief to believe that the moment now is perfect. I'm grateful for it. And I want to make the next moment even better, which is what you said. And that thought about overcoming challenges, persisting, and that it makes you stronger, which will give you an even better future. But I will go even back in time. Did you believe that you were destined for something big since you were a little girl? or you didn't have such belief in destiny? Uh, I have thoughts about this, but uh, I, but no one can be confident in uh, the future. And sometimes it's a really problem because I have got a really um, a lot of thoughts uh, on this issue. But uh, I just believe and do all what I can do. And uh, I think that uh, it's also uh, very important. I love that. It's stoicism where you control what you can control and you don't try to control what you cannot control. And that is a secret <laughs> to a peaceful mind. I really like it. Do you read a lot of books? Are you more of a reader other than your study books, of course? And I'm sure, especially during the pandemic, you have so much to read every day. Um, I don't read uh, every day, but I like reading books, especially uh, different from detectives. Uh, I really like this genre of books, but unfortunately, I uh, don't uh, have uh, a lot of time to do this. But when I have a free time, I enjoy this. Tell me more. Is there a like a writer or a series of detective books that you like? And what do you really like about it? Is it the suspense and the intrigue and the emotions? Or is it the thinking where you try to think who did it, who did it, who did it? Or what do you like most about it? And do you have a favorite series or writer or book in that genre? Uh, I like uh, Agatha Christie's um, detectives because I think that uh, uh, they are really interesting and I like in this genre uh, emotions and that you don't know the end of the book and you uh, just uh, uh, overthink uh, who, uh, who, 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 and you... Um, you can you can't it's just uh, in life you can uh, you can't be confident in your future and in the book you uh, can't be confident uh, um, and you always uh, suspect someone and you uh, want to uh, know the end but when you uh, know the end it won't be so interesting so i think that uh, in life you also uh, shouldn't um, I think a lot of uh, the uh, of your future, or and uh, um, you should uh, think of your future goals, of your future plans, but you uh, shouldn't concentrate on uh, this issue a lot. Yes, that was smart, and I was gonna say that exactly when you mentioned it, but then you said it, so it's really cool. And to ask you then about. Even before we speak about the Institute, there is so much to unpack. You have a really multifaceted, uh, rich personality, and I really like that. To ask you about productivity, how do you keep, how, what is your process of productivity? Do you create priorities or are you excited about so many projects that you're doing 10 things at the same time? Or how do you keep your brain sharp? Do you nap? sometimes in order to recharge your energy do you have a special diet or maybe you drink too much tea and coffee <laughs> or how do you keep yourself productive how do you recharge yourself so you don't burn out and how do you stay active i think that my secret is uh, in that i do what i love and uh, i want to do all the things i uh, want to uh, be 
successful in them and uh, I also create priorities. I have a to-do list and I just uh, try to uh, do all the things that I wrote. Uh, however, sometimes uh, it is impossible, but I uh, try to do as more uh, as I can. I really like that, especially you have a to-do, you prioritize and you're doing what you love. Well, I have then to speak about the classic educational system where, yes, you have many subjects so you can explore more, but many people, they have topics they have no motivation to do, but they are forced to study them. And therefore, their motiva motivation isn't from inside them, but, it, but it's maybe fear from the parents, from society, from the bad grade, from the teachers, etc. So you are interested in many things, but did you experience sometimes having uh, topics that or courses that you weren't really excited to do? How did you overcome that? Do you think that is a problem? And do you think it would be better if people could choose more which specific subjects to study the most that they're passionate about? Uh, I think that um, in my university, uh, we have got a lot of really interesting um, interesting. Uh, subjects. Uh, however, I concentrate only on those which I really like. For instance, uh, comparative constitutional law or English. Um, but uh, if I don't like this subject, I uh, just don't concentrate on it. And I think that uh, it will be great when students uh, have an opportunity to choose subjects which they want to uh, study because it will be more effective and uh, students uh, um, will have more desire to study them. Great. And did you say comparative constitutional law? Yeah. Correct? Yeah, correct. What is so interesting to you about it? Why are you keen on it? And where did this fascination come from? Uh, I'm really interested in this subject because uh, I simply uh, can uh, know more about uh, uh, the legislative system, not uh, only in Ukraine, but also abroad. And I think it will be uh, very useful uh, for my future career. Thank you. You mentioned abroad again. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned that you liked about Vienna, the safety and security. Do you feel less safe in Kiev? Or is that just compared to Vienna, any other city in the world could be thought of as less safe? Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I understand you. I think that uh, um, I feel... Uh, safe in Kyiv too, but um, uh, in Vienna people are uh, more calm, as I said, and uh, our uh, mentalities are different, so I think it depends on uh, this issue. Thank you. This is absolutely wonderful, and to ask you, these days or this period, since you like to think and reflect, what has been something you kept on thinking about a lot? Maybe about life, maybe about the, that we cannot be confident 1000% about the future, or maybe the pandemic, or staying isolated and locked down, or any other thing that you are thinking about a lot because it's important to you, or you're trying to change or improve, or a challenge to overcome and become stronger. Uh, yeah, I really think a lot about uh, uh, that I uh, can't be confident 100% uh, uh, in my future and uh, it uh, also motivates me uh, to do more, to be better uh, every day uh, and uh, I also think a lot about uh, this uh, uh, situation and uh, with coronavirus and uh, pandemic because uh, it really changed me um, 
because I was really and I am now a really active person. I took part in different um, activities, educational projects. I uh, always meet with my friends. We travel. I like traveling so much. And uh, uh, now I uh, haven't got all of these opportunities and uh, uh, my life uh, has changed. Uh, but uh, uh, and uh, I um, honestly I hate uh, online studying <laughs> because it's very important for me to communicate with my friends uh, every day to see them to go somewhere because I think that uh, our life uh, is in action and uh, but I try to accept this uh, difficult situation now and uh, understand that uh, um, in some period of time everything will be okay and maybe not uh, world uh, won't be the same uh, it um, it was changed but uh, i think that uh, we had uh, a really interesting and unusual experience of pandemic and uh, it also made us stronger i love it i have two questions but let's begin with a shorter one you said strong and stronger five times now <laughs> so define it if someone doesn't understand what you mean exactly with the word stronger and exactly with when we overcome challenges, we become stronger. How would you explain it? Um, maybe you... Um, I also said it, but it's the perfect phrase. Um, you broaden your horizons by different situations and uh, you have uh, got uh, more different thoughts. Uh, you have got new experience which can boost uh, yourself to do uh, more, to do new, new actions. And uh, I think that uh, uh, it means something like that. I like it. And you said new action. So if I understood you correctly, we are in our comfort zone, but we are not growing that way. We have to go out of it. And out of our comfort zone, there are the challenges. And we only go there through action. Otherwise, it's not possible. And by going there, our comfort zone grows. And when it grows, it's us who are becoming stronger. Did I understand correctly? Yes, yes. I think that uh, uh, the growth of your comfort zone is very important for you uh, because um, uh, you uh, you can you can, as I said, uh, do new actions, new steps, and uh, it uh, also very important in for teenagers for our youth because uh, we just try to uh, do something new uh, all the time and uh, we should go out of our comfort zone thank you very much it's actually great and you mentioned people you said you hate online studies because people are important to you you mentioned before that the stories of people inspire you. Do you like meeting new people or is it more like you mentioned your friends and people who you know to de deepen the relationships even more? And tell me why are people important for you? So first, whether you prefer new people and meeting new people, discovering new people or with your friends, making those you know have deeper and deeper relationships. And in general, why are people important for you? Uh, as for me, uh, new people are very important because each person is um, a better way to understand uh, yourself uh, because you uh, explore uh, different uh, uh, characteristics of uh, each person and you can think about uh, uh, different sides uh, for instance of your character you can uh, know more information you can uh, gain new knowledge in different uh, spheres of um, uh, of the life of another person and uh, I think that um, when you deep your relations with the other person, you always uh, become 
better you all because you uh you can give something from another person and improve yourself and as i said that i hate online studying because uh every day you should spend uh, uh, a lot of hours uh you using your laptop and you just communicate with your uh friends with your teachers uh through the screen and it is very uncomfortable and i think that uh, uh this type of education has more um disadvantages than advantages and uh, i think that uh, uh effectiveness of uh, uh there is no um uh, their effectiveness of this type of uh, study is uh, very low uh, however uh, there are some uh, advantages of this studying uh, for instance i can sleep more before my uh, lessons at university and uh, i also spend less time uh, for a preparation for my lessons thank you and i'm noticing and since the beginning i have been noticing your kinesthetic that you're someone very embodied and therefore you feel emotions and sensations strongly and that's also one of the hallmarks of dancers because you spoke about action the world is in action you don't like looking at screens you prefer to meet people in real life and experience people and explore them etc so can it be said and i believe so but correct me if this is wrong that you feel emotions and sensations strongly and you like to pay attention to the moment to maybe if you walk in the park to hear the birds to notice the breeze on your skin and to be fully in that sensation and emotion is this correct yeah i really agree that uh, i I like be emotional. I like feel the moment and appreciate uh, every situation, every person and every opportunity in my life. Perfect. And I like it. You spin. You did spinning, which is a politics method. <laughs> It's really cool. <laughs> so anyway, to to make sure again, when you think this way, it means your brain thinks somewhat in metaphors. When you think about life or about studies or about people, what is a metaphor you think about that is more of a physical thing? I don't know. You can think about it like there is a road and you're walking in it or a mountain and you're climbing it or it's a machine when it comes to your studies and you put in the different pieces. How do you think about it when it comes to being stronger and overcoming challenges and living life being internally motivated etc um maybe i think that uh, our life uh, just as an uh, as we driving in uh, auto and machine because uh, sometimes uh, your um, it can be run uh, your fuel may run out and you can stop and you sometimes uh, have thoughts uh, about uh, that you can give up but then you uh, charge your uh, mind you charge your auto and uh, you uh, try to go on and i think that uh, uh, our life is um, Uh, consists of a different uh, situation uh, and uh, uh, contrasts and i think that uh, we should um, just feel uh, these situations and uh, try to deal with them and uh, become the better uh, the best versions of ourselves brilliant and now i understand why you love german because it's the autobahn so you can drive your vehicle at maximum speed and not worry so okay yeah, it's I a like car <laughs> yes it's a vehicle we're driving it sometimes the fuel runs low so we need to recharge it and continue and that is wonderful but how does the vehicle become better because the problem with that metaphor since you're about becoming better and stronger 
but the car doesn't change. How does it change in your imagination each time you feel and overcome challenges and moments and experiences? Uh, honestly, I haven't got an answer for this question and I, I should uh, think about it more. <laughs> Thank you. And tell me about the mood court and your involvement with your team. Why did you choose international humanitarian law? Is it something that you chose or was assigned to you? And in general, what is interesting to you about that topic? Uh, it was an accident and uh, uh, we just wanted to take part in uh, um, mood court and we, uh, it was the nearest one and we uh, chose uh, to uh, take part in it and I think that it's, real, it's a great opportunity uh, to practice uh, and uh, yourself in the field of international law and uh, I think that uh, uh, it develops uh, your public speaking skills uh, when you research in, uh, and when you search for information you uh, gain new knowledge and I think that it, uh, it's a really great a way to improve improve uh, my knowledge in uh, the sphere of international law. Thank you. And you mentioned accident. Well, to ask you, do you believe in accidents and coincidences or deep down, do you believe everything happens for a reason? Um, I, I believe uh, that everything happens for a reason but uh, but i think that uh, there are some alternatives and in uh, some situations uh, you can just uh, thought that okay i will choose this and uh, uh, your life uh, will be better by this decision so everything depends on uh, your moods and uh, uh, your thoughts and your actions Thank you. So do you imagine there are like multiple alternative universes and in this universe you try to make the best decision that make you better because you know one of the universes will make the best decision and another will make a bad one and you don't want to be the bad one. Uh, I don't know about uh, another universities. Maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. <laughs> the multiverse. Well, this was really great and really amazing. First, do you have any piece of advice for anyone who wants to develop their life, but they are in that moment where the car is low on fuel and maybe you'll help them recharge it? What would you say that will be advice for yourself and for anyone listening that will be good in their life? Uh, I think that uh, everyone should believe in uh, themselves listen to their uh, hearts and uh, do as more as they can great listening to your heart just to make sure was there moments before where you didn't listen really to your hearts because you were too busy and distracted and then someday you thought about it and felt it and had an experience and thought wow, I have this heart, it's telling me so many great things, I should trust myself and follow it? Or how was it for you? I always try to follow my heart and my feelings. And uh, I always feel the be uh, what is the best thing to do or not to do. And uh, all my uh, actions, all my communication with other people and uh, all my uh, decisions are based on my uh, feelings. I uh, understand that sometimes it's hard to understand, even for me. <laughs> but uh, I think that... Uh, it's the best way uh, to, um, to realize yourself in this life. Thank you. And would you call that intuition or just listening to your hearts and emotions and uh, feelings? Maybe 50-50. <laughs> uh, it combines intuition and uh, my feelings uh, of uh, 
uh, feeling of my heart and um, my feelings at all. Great. I was speaking to someone from Norway, and he's a really uh, small Elon Musk in Norway. (laughs) You know, like like that. (laughs) Yes. He said at first he was always trusting his intuition and emotion, but then at some time, for some reason, his mindset changed, and he thought, no, that is not smart. I should use Excel sheets and logic, etc. But then he found that it's not so effective. So he was trying to return again and again to his trusting his intuition and emotion. If someone did that before, maybe they followed their intuition and emotion and had a negative result and now they have trauma. <laughs> what advice would you give them that will give them back confidence in their own emotions, intuition and heart? rather than trying to be too logical and ignore their heart? Uh, In some situations, I am also too logical. So I'm a person of uh, contrasts. Sometimes I listen uh, uh, to my heart and sometimes I overthink about this situation, about the decision. So I think that uh, you should... uh, Try to understand yourself and what uh, you want to do um, in at this at moment and uh, do what you want, what you love. Yes, it's like the temple in Delphi and that you should know thyself. That is the first purpose and the first goal in life. And after knowing yourself, then you can operate more. Well, this is wonderful. And Catherine, to end... Can you share about any projects you're working on, about maybe your studies or any clubs you're in, as well as if people want to follow you on social media, what is the best place? And I will make sure to write that link in the description. Um. Honestly, I have got a page uh, uh, in Facebook and in my account uh, on Instagram and I like uh, taking photos very much. It's maybe some of my hobbies. Uh, And you can share uh, my Instagram. Uh, I um, show my stories of my life, uh, stories with my different projects in which I participate and uh, my uh, daily life brilliant then i have a question about pictures when you're taking pictures what is the most important thing that you try to capture is it the emotions in your eyes is it the colors and the different color escapes or is it the uh, uh, composition of the image that is more artistic or just a story from your life and therefore what is a story when it's inside the picture, not a movie, not a video, etc.? Uh, sometimes I just uh, I can just take picture when I uh, meet with my friends, when I go for a walk in the park, uh, and, but sometimes I have um, uh, that. Uh, image and I have got a long preparation uh, for my uh, photo set. Uh, it also depends on my mood and uh, the most important for me is my uh, inner sensation of the photo and of uh, uh, how it uh, must uh, uh, look like. Great. And when you take pictures, Some photographers, they say, oh, you have to take 100 pictures and you will find three that are great and therefore take all the pictures you can. While some others, they say, no, I have an eye. I can imagine it in my head, how it will be. And then maybe I will take 10 pictures and three will be great instead of 100. Which one do you think is more correct? And how do you do it? Do you take a lot of pictures? Do you pose for a few specific ones? How is the process? Uh, I honestly, I uh, take a lot of pictures and then I choose the the one that I like uh, more. And I think that uh, it's a really great way to take uh, photos because uh, uh, you have got uh, uh, a big... uh, a really great opportunity to uh, choose what you, uh, which water you like.
I really like that every answer you give, you add because, and according to Cialdini's research on persuasion, because is like the most powerful world word that as long as you give a reason why, <laughs> people will be like understanding. And I notice you have a really great structure to everything you answer. So you have been practicing and doing things really well. I wish you a brilliant day. I thank you very much. And I wish you inspiration. I wish you overcoming of challenges. I wish you to become stronger, better, and more successful, and to realize yourself in action around people you love. Thank you very much for this amazing opportunity to be a part of this project. I think that it's a really great way to um, to start something new uh, to uh, show souls of ukrainian uh, youth and i am really thankful uh, you for uh, this uh, idea and uh, this initiative